Buckle up. You are about to enter the Draws Cast podcast. Your host, author, and motivational speaker, Jeff Drozowski, will transport you through the world of motivation and leadership, always keeping an eye on having some fun, too. Sometimes with a guest, other times just Jeff. Either way, you will leave better equipped to succeed than when you came in. Here he is, the Draws, Jeff Drozowski. Hello, author, motivational speaker, trainer, coach, video blogger, and podcaster, Jeff Drozdowski. Welcome back to the show, the Drozcast Podcast, speaking of motivation and leadership. Folks, I'm coming to you today very, very excited. The Drozcast Podcast had its biggest week regarding the number of downloads we have received. And the number of people who are responding on my website, drostalks.com, in the video blogs or podcast section is exploding. Getting responses from people all over the world with various feedback about how the information on leadership we are discussing is having a positive impact on them and their workplaces. For me, that is very exciting and very satisfying. Those Blog responders are telling their friends and work colleagues about the Drawscast. I hope you are too. As I started mentioning in the last podcast, I have added a new connection for those of you who are interested in booking me to speak or do training for your organization. A great person by the name of Lucas will be helping me out along the way now. An assistant, if you will. He can be reached at lucas at drawstalks.com. That's Lucas with a K, L-U-K-A-S at DrawsTalks.com. Want to help support the DrawsCast? Amazon shoppers, all you have to do is go to my website, DrawsTalks.com, and click on this podcast slash episode, Decisions, 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 which is found in the blog section of the site. There will be several links along with that uh, post, one for my book, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace, and, of course, my computer of of choice, Asus, A-S-U-S, an amazing brand, top of the line for memory, incredible processor, and a huge amount of terabytes and gigs. Gamers and people who do a lot of editing, whether audio or video, this brand is for you. And then, of course, there's my new affiliate, Audible Books. Audible Books is currently offering one free month of ebook downloads. Go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash the Drawscast podcast. Exactly how you support any of the Drawscast affiliates is spelled out on a little link that I have right at the beginning of that section. So this is episode 23, Decisions, Decisions, Decisions. Number eight in a 10-part leadership topic series. The first seven were being a servant leader, Leading by example, treating your people well, leading with a sense of humor, using your communication tools, honesty as a leader, and delegating like a champ. So far, by a wide margin out of those first seven, being a servant leader has gotten the biggest response. So if this is your first time listening, head on over to that topic as well. That and any topic that you download, I believe you'll be getting a lot of great information on. So your homework assignment, as usual, was connected to the previous podcast, unless, of course, there was an interview. This homework had to do with delegation skills. So I asked you to pick 10 items that are part of your responsibilities every day as a leader. What three or four do you excel at? 
What six are left? Who do you delegate? One, two, three, or all of those six too? This is where knowing your employees is very important. You want those other duties to go to people who have the skill set to accomplish them and accomplish them well. Who did you think of to do those six other duties that were not part of your strong suit? You can find out employees' strengths and weaknesses by doing personality assessments, either as part of the hiring process or after hire. If you would like, I can put you in touch with a few organizations who specialize in assessments like this. They are definitely worth the investment. When you do personality tests, again, either as part of the hiring process or later on in their employment, you find out more about people's strengths, weaknesses, personality types, and those personality types will help you decide whether they are going to be good at a particular job or not. That will help you decide which person is good for which particular assignment. So let's talk about decision-making as a leader. Leaders are faced with decisions that need to be made every day. As your business and team grows and develops, the decisions generally become more frequent, more complicated, and have greater ramifications. Any leader, great or not, knows that making good decisions is very important, but along the way, sometimes they make bad decisions. The bad decisions, however, are looked at as a learning experience. My big learning curve was when I had my first big decision-making job as a restaurant general manager. I was, for all intent and purpose, the big boss of the unit. I made some good decisions. I made some bad decisions. Boy, did I make some bad decisions along the way. But I always learned from them. It is those experiences that have helped me immensely as I ventured down my own business road at DrawsTalks.com and soon to be Drostalks Solutions. Leaders at all levels must master the ability to make good decisions quickly in order to keep the business moving forward. The best leaders, however, know that they do not live in a vacuum or live on an island, so to speak, and need feedback from inside their organizational circle or trusted friends and or consultants to help them gather all the information necessary to make the right decision. Today, we are going to briefly discuss four basic decision-making styles that are used in the workplace. And a lot of times they are situational, uh, as you'll see as we move along. But the first one is what I call the autocratic decision-maker. Autocratic decision-making is where leaders make decisions without consulting their teams. This is an effective style when the team is looking to their leader for immediate guidance because there is simply no time to have a discussion. An example of this would be in an emergency situation, say a doctor who needs to perform emergency surgery. The doctor's direction needs to be immediately followed by the support team, the nurses, the anesthesiologists, all the people that are involved with that emergency surgery. And they all just need to follow him or her with a certain level of blind faith. It's these decision-making styles or that decision-making style in particular, the autocratic decision-maker, that makes leaders become rock stars of leadership because they make the right decisions when the pressure is on. And if you've ever made an emergency situation or a decision where you had no time to think about it, whether it was a yes or no, you know what I'm talking about. 
and the line of fire on the battleground in a situation like this with emergency surgery, anytime a quick decision needs to be made and made well, those people usually are put on a pedestal. The second one is a collaborative decision maker. Collaborative decision making is just what it sounds like. Leaders gather their teams and request feedback and insight. The leader still holds the final say, but has a fuller, more complete view of the situation at hand. Success here is making sure you have many different opinions available to listen to. The negative with this situation is if the leader surrounds themselves with what we call yes people, the person who or group of people who are more interested in how the leader looks at them individually rather than uh, the situation that is at hand within the organization. The yes people are not interested in the right decision. They are interested in how the leader views them. You need people who are able to strongly argue a particular point for the leader so he or she understands both sides of the situation. Leaders of large companies or organizations who surround themselves with yes people are truly caught off guard when a company is failing because people around them are not telling them the truth of the situation. They are telling the leader what the yes people think the leader wants to hear. And if you are ever in any organization or if you've been in the workplace for a long period of time, you know that especially people who ascend to CEO positions, uh, that they're always fighting to, to find people that will share their opinions freely rather than just saying, yes, sir, no, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And, uh, and just doing what the boss wants. The boss, in most cases, truly has the company's goodwill at heart and wants to make the right decisions. Yes, people can be a deterrent to that. Number three is consensus. Consensus-based decision-making is done like, like taking a vote. Leaders gather their teams and every, everybody votes. The majority rules in these situations. This process can work well when the outcome of the decision affects the entire team and generally won't immediately affect the bottom line. In a business, however, this type of decision-making can help mold the culture when the team is allowed to vote, vote and have a voice. Not everyone wins in this scenario, but overall, the betterment of the company is take, taken into consideration and it usually works out well. Step number four, the fourth way to make a decision, is through delegation. When surrounded by trusted peers, sometimes the best decision a leader can make is not to be the one to make a certain decision. Delegation has many benefits, including measuring the decision-making abilities of your managers, empowering your team, and maintaining your own sanity. By handing over some decision-making responsibilities, leaders are also building a better management team, and giving them the confidence they need as their responsibilities increase. New decision makers also take fresh approaches to solving problems. It helps others grow into decision-making responsibilities. Delegation, of course, we spent an entire episode on previous, and we had some homework with that as well. But as you can see, it's very, very important because it is something that we mentioned again here, and usually the more that uh, you mention a particular topic, the more important it is. So delegation is a great way to build your team 
But as you can see, it is also a decision-making process. The Drawscast Quote of the Day. All right. The Drawscast Quote of the Day comes from former President Teddy Roosevelt. In any moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing. The next best thing is the wrong thing. And the worst thing you can do is nothing. I've gotten that advice many times. Don't just stand there. Make a decision, right or wrong. Make a decision, right or wrong. Make a decision, right or wrong. You will learn from it if it's the wrong decision. You will move forward with success if it's the right decision. But you have to make a decision. Being paralyzed uh, from fear uh, does not help you, does not help an organization. Make a decision. Okay, so as far as your homework is concerned, I want you to watch a competition of some kind. And again, we're talking about decision-making. So it could be a sport uh, that's the competition, or if you're not sports-oriented, you probably have found a cooking competition on the Food Network or something along the lines of whatever your interests are. Think along with the people who are competitors. Think along with the people who are the coaches or people who are participating. As you can see, as you watch that, you will see that decisions are constant, constantly being made and in real time. And there's pressure involved with that. And it's not an easy thing to do. Uh, one of the things that I like to do, because I had a lot of experience with it, is uh, when I watch a baseball game, I think along with the manager, but I also think along with the pitcher and uh, decide along with the pitcher what kind of pitch I would throw in a particular situation. So decisions are being made constantly uh, throughout these type of situations. And I just wanted you to kind of think about it along those lines that you're making decisions every day. So uh, being trained and being confident and understanding the importance of your decisions is imperative. So hopefully this exercise will help. So after you've go through that process uh, and you'd like to share your experience with me, don't be afraid to give me an email at jeff at drawstalks.com. So to reiterate, I am at jeff at drawstalks.com or you can contact Lucas at drawstalks.com and share your experience. With each download and subscription, we are expanding the Drawscast Nation. If you are looking for the best way to get all of my videos in one spot, I highly recommend subscribing to my YouTube channel, simply titled Jeff Drozdowski. I do put a ton of stuff out on social media, in particular LinkedIn and Facebook, but YouTube is great because everything that you need to see is right there on the channel. Folks, thanks for listening. Spread the word like it's happening. The Drozdowski Nation is the place to be for leadership and motivation. Thank you so much, and until next time, this is you succeeding. Keep it up. Kyla, bring home this episode, please. Thank you for being part of the Drawscast. Check out Jeff's website, drawstalks.com, to find out more about booking Jeff for your next event. Also at drawstalks.com, you can purchase Jeff's book, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace or inquire about Jeff's training programs and personal or executive coaching. All of Jeff's video blogs can be seen on his YouTube channel, Jeff Drozowski. Thank you and bye for now.